Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. Today we'll be looking at Parashah Tzav, which runs from Leviticus chapter 6 verse 1 to chapter 8 verse 36. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. The way our faces were beaming, you'd think we'd won an Oscar, or perhaps an Olympic medal, or some such other prestigious reward. There we were, decked out in our wonderful robes, enjoying all the pomp and ceremony of the grand occasion. We'd finally made it. Graduating from university is a cause to celebrate, but at the end of the day, I think my class and I had ideas above our station. But hey, why not? After all, we had our fancy rented robes and hats on, and were enjoying posing for the photos. There is something to be said for marking a grand occasion with pomp and ceremony. Speaking of which, there's a rather elaborate ceremony that we read about in this week's parasha, enough to rival any Golden Globe presentation of today. Although it's rather different and a whole lot stranger. This week, we read about the ordination or dedication of the priests to do their duties in the Mishkan. Aaron and his family were essentially commissioned to intercede between the rest of our ancestors and God. They were our go-betweens, our ambassadors, our representatives to God. They were the ones to make sure to intercede if any break in our relationship with God occurred due to our wrongdoing. They were to take care of God's tent and transmit messages from God to us. One day a year, God was even going to use Aaron, the high priest, to broker peace with himself. It was an important role and the ceremony accompanying their ordination was no less splendid. Blood was to be sprinkled on their big toe of their right foot, their right thumb, and their right ear. I did warn you it was strange. Oil was poured on Aaron's head, and blood and oil was sprinkled on his special clothes. Not anything like my university graduation then, though perhaps like some of the inductions into the university sports teams. While we no longer have priests in modern-day Judaism, they are still a feature of a number of other world religions. Just as there was an elaborate ceremony in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, priestly ordinations today come with much of the pomp and ceremony that we might expect. But why do priests no longer play an active role in modern-day Judaism? And what relevance do they have to us today apart from being a vestige of an illustrious past? The role of the priests throughout the Tanakh was always to be intermediaries between us and God. They were to teach us about God, protect us from Him, in case we were to accidentally do something that he hated, and generally keep the relationship good between us and him. Most of this was done through sacrifice, as we heard last week. But since the destruction of the temple on Tisha B'Av and 70 of the Common Era, we've had no temple and can offer no sacrifices. The priests had nothing more to do and were essentially replaced by the rabbis who, although their role was different, became the major teachers of our people. But does that mean that we no longer need mediation between us and God? Can we go directly to Him, as the rabbis claim? Contrary to popular belief, in the Judaism of the Bible, we always needed an intermediary. Only certain people were granted exceptions, such as Moses or Elijah. That means that even today, we still need intermediaries because God hasn't changed His mind. He hasn't updated His terms and conditions. They're still the same, no matter what the rabbis or anyone else say. While it's not popular to say that, it does beg the question, who can be our intermediary if not the priests? Have the rabbis taken on their role? The short answer is 
No. Rather, God arranged a solution to this problem long before the destruction of the temple. When Yeshua came as a fulfillment of the promise of the Messiah, he came as both God and man. See Isaiah 9 verse 6. He was our perfect intermediary because he represented both sides. His death in our place brokered peace forever with God, ensuring that now when we pray, we have direct access to God through him. Yeshua himself made the audacious claim, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The writers of the New Covenant, the Brit Chadashah, who were themselves Jewish people who understood Torah, see Yeshua as fulfilling the role of the ancient high priest of obtaining forgiveness for our people. As he hung on the cross, we read that there was even a ceremony of sorts, where God darkened the sky at noon, tore the veil in the temple, and caused an earthquake. We were supposed to take note that something incredibly significant was taking place, the fulfillment of all we'd hoped for under the priests back in Moses' day. The ultimate high priest, the Messiah, was rescuing our souls. Today, we no longer need priests because the Messiah has become our ultimate high priest. Even now, he intercedes for us with God. Through a relationship with Messiah, we can have a living, vibrant and active relationship with God. Without Messiah, we have no intermediary and no way to reach God. It's really that simple. No special ceremonies or pompous clothes, just reaching out to God and asking Him to forgive us through Messiah. Are we going to take up Messiah's offer for direct access or wait outside? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our parasha espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.